2: Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over
3: 25 concerts and live performances starring blues traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more.
2: The 90s Cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to
3: the90scruise.com to book your cabin.
4: You deserve to treat yourself. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 414.24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a straight talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.
2: It's 902 101G With Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling.
3: you guys welcome to another episode of 9021 omg so uh-oh we're down one (laughs) i just fell over sorry i know i'm so riveting but (laughs) um so my bestie and co-host jen is away this week so while the Cats Away the Mice Shall Play. Amy and I are here and we, we a, are going to jump in. We what? have a
0: little surprise for you. We're actually not going to jump into the episode.
3: What we are we decided. Doing? Oh my God, are you punking me right now? Where's well, Ashton? Well, a little bit, yes. So we
0: decided because Jenny's not here, mm-hmm. we wanted to take this opportunity
3: yes. to
0: do a Donna deep dive. So, because it's like, okay, wait, this is, like, really the time to do it. Oh, my God. So, I wore the right outfit? Oh, my God. First of all, you I'm, like, on point. Tori is full sunflower sweatshirt. (laughs) Literally could match the hat perfectly. Oh, and a crop. I mean, you know. Thanks. Well, okay. So... Th- this will bring me. What's a
3: Donna deep dive? Oh,
0: it's, uh, we're digging into Donna to dissect her oh, and to geez. dig okay. into everything. Donna. So we okay. found some Donna yes. superfans. But at, but first, I have a few Donna questions before we bring on everybody. Wait, the superfans are coming on? Yep. So yes. we did the Brenda versus Kelly debate. Yes. And so we thought, oh, this is like the perfect time. We've never done a deep dive into Donna. Like we do little things. And I always talk about like... Donna gets sort of forgotten sometimes, or she's like the (laughs) story of my life. (laughs) Donna and I are so similar. (laughs) Okay, so I have some Donna questions and some you've answered, but I wanna refresh, you know, everyone's memories. And we have some new people. So it's like first of all, how did Yeah I know how you got the part, but tell everybody how you actually became Donna and the challenges of convincing your dad to let you be Donna.
3: Okay, so I got the part of Donna because I pretended to be someone else and they had no idea who I was. And I magically just got the role. Because I'm such a great actress. (laughs) I am a good actress. But, that aside, I totally got the role because of my dad, obviously. (laughs) But I think at 16, I truly believed, aim, I truly believed that I got that part on my own. So, Here's the thing. I had an agent. I had my own agent. Yep. I had done say, by the Bell. Yep. I had oh, done we True know Beverly Hills. iconic
0: Say by the Bell part. Nerdy Tori.
3: I had had my first co-star role on a show on CBS called The Wizard. And I was feeling real good about myself. I'd started in a couple school plays. And then I Were was like, Were you in regular okay, school? Sorry to interrupt. Were you in regular school? I was. School? Okay. I was at Westlake School for Girls, which is now Harvard-Westlake. Yep um so yeah so i I would always go through my dad's briefcase because i wanted to be a producer loved what he did on the weekends he would have me go in and i'd be like click click his old school briefcase take out all his scripts bring them out to him at the pool he would sit there and go through every script and dog ear the pages and um and with uh not a sharpie a bic pen like like a ballpoint not a ballpoint oh like a black roller Yes. Yep. He would make notes and rewrite lines. Oh, wow. So he would the end they Yes. He would change everything. And then I would go back and put him in his briefcase. So one day I opened it up, and it said, class of Beverly Hills. And I was like, oh, interesting. And he said, yes, I'm doing this show, and it's all about teenagers, um, and they go to school in Beverly Hills. So I went through it, which I always did. See, anything for me, anything for me? Do you think like, you oh, inspired it? I don't think I inspired it because Darren Starr created it. Okay. Okay. And we didn't know each other, but definitely there were some experiences put layered throughout the years.
0: Okay. Um, So Darren went to your dad and then they continued to develop it.
3: I believe so. I don't know that exactly.
0: Okay.
3: Somehow they knew each other. Yes. Or he, my dad wanted, Fox wanted to do something with my dad and continue that relationship. Maybe they had found Darren. I'm not sure who came first. Um, the Darren or the Fox. So, um, (laughs) so I went through and I didn't say anything to my dad. I called my agent Iris Burton, who was like the big, like Hollywood kids agent. Okay. And I said, my dad has the script. I want to go in and read. I don't want to tell him. So when she was like, she had this, she was like, oh, honey, they're gonna know it's you. And I was like, no, but I, oh, honey, come on. Um, and I was like, no, 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 let's make up a name. So it won't be Tori Spelling. And I was like, it'll be, oh my God, i blanked down on the name I always use. Was it Tori Richards?
0: Oh, Tori Richards is a good name.
3: Which happened to be the name of Heather Locklear's character in Hollywood Wives that my dad had just done and no I just way. seen it on okay. TV. So, again, no one would know. Um, God, so your dad she's, loved Heather. Heather. She, his, yeah, wow. his lucky penny, yeah. he would call her. And she was very yeah. lucky. Yeah. So, I went in and read for the part of Kelly Taylor. Oh, my um,
5: God.
3: And then my dad came in and said, um, by then he knew I had gone in and auditioned. And he said, uh, babe, he said, ironically, he sounds like Iris Burton right now, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're you're going to be on the show. And I think I got the part of like friend one or something.
0: Okay. So he said, okay, yes, I will let you do this. You'll be on. Yes. Okay. But you were not Donna. Yeah.
3: I don't believe, but I could be wrong. Um, and someone else will know the answer to this. I don't even know if Donna had a name in the That's very first script.
0: You. How did Donna get her name? I don't know. How many people call you Donna on the street?
3: Uh, the three things I turn to in life, it's Tori, Donna, and mom. Yeah, Yeah. constantly. (laughs) Yeah. And even like, I'll go to people's houses for a dinner party and it's like someone who's having this chic dinner party and they totally slip and will open the door and say, hi, Donna. (laughs) And I don't say anything. I'm like, hi. And then they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's okay. I respond to both. It's fine. I get it because I've definitely had
0: my moments where I have to like, Oh,
3: Tori. Jenny. Like, you at- <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. okay. So- We're interchangeable. But um, yeah, I remember when they did assign the name of Donna, I was like, oh man, that's the dorkiest name ever. What? I did. I don't know. Because it was sort of My, 50s-ish? Like, yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so I felt like an old school housewife. And I was like, oh, man, like, this isn't a cool name. But I couldn't say anything. I was just like, Do okay. you guys
0: just get a script, like the first script? Or do you get, like, a page, like a biography of, like, who they envisioned Donna to be?
3: No. So you create from the script— who Donna is. I did because at the time Donna wasn't anybody. She was just, you know, Ellie's friend. <laughs> friend. And there one. were there were like two others. There was me and two others in the pilot. Oh, wow. Okay. There's an OG picture of like the cool girl gang and it's Jenny like leading it and then there's me and two other girls surrounding her. And we were all supposed to go on to be like the the cool girls at school. And then after the pilot it, it kind, kind of did the other two girls, yeah. yeah.
0: Whoa! So, when in the trajectory did you sort of realize, okay, Donna is going to be the virgin,
3: or was that something your dad really wanted? Oh man, I I don't I it didn't come from me. I don't know where it came from. Because I, I feel like that wouldn't come from my dad. Maybe it was.
0: I mean, it, was it had to do with her religion, on, yeah.
3: and we're Jewish, so it wasn't that. So someone came up with it. My dad was probably like, great, you know? She's (laughs) going to be a character that's going to have a boyfriend. Great, let's keep her the virgin.
0: When did you learn that David and Donna would be for the long haul, essentially? Or did you—could they have broken up at any time, you know, throughout? And I know there
3: were things. There were—I was never told, like, this is the ultimate, like— when the show goes for ten years, which no one anticipated, like David and Donna will get married in the finale. Like
0: so it was never like a planned end game from the beginning.
3: I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, that wasn't something and we were so young, we didn't have the mindset to be like, where's my character going? Like how to we were just like in it going. So
0: Okay, and then now I mean I know I have mine, but what do you feel are the most iconic moments for Donna? Like what stands out when you think about the 10 years? Who what stands out the most about Donna?
3: For me it was all about the comedy just because like I said I didn't I didn't have a character and in my mind um I felt like I couldn't keep up with Jenny and Shannon and you know Gab kind of had her own storyline so I never put myself in that category but it was always Brenda Kelly and Donna. Yeah. So I was like, in my mind, I was like, I'm not as pretty as them, I'm not as cool as them. Um they can do drama. Now, is oh that my God. Tori or Donna? That's Tori thinking oh, that. Tori. But Tori creates Donna. So in my mind I'm like, what uh you know it's hard when you're 16 and you don't feel good about yourself. Um, I felt good enough about myself to be like, I got to do something to set myself apart and take charge here. So obviously, somewhere deep down, I pulled it together. But um, yeah, and I was like, drama wise, wow, well, they can cry and do these emotional scenes. I didn't know if I could do that. Oh wow! But I knew I could do comedy. That's what always I used to entertain people at school and I and my friends and family. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna start doing like funny stuff.
1: Wow! And then the writers
3: were like, oh. Okay, she can do that, and then that's what led them to be like, okay, let's start writing that direction. So, for if her.
0: you were to describe Donna in five
3: words, yes, who? What are those words? Um, sweet, funny, fashionable, mm-hmm. um, loyal. Yeah. Oh man, I need a fifth. Um, help me. No, I want you to do it. Uh, indecisive?
6: Indecisive. It's so <laughs> funny.
3: Because the thing that
0: I that you didn't say, but that I always notice, is the, Donna is the peacemaker. Donna is the moral compass. Donna is sort of that helping guide these guys. And I think, I don't know if that was intentional, or now I'm seeing it so much more now. But it's like, I think about all the episodes we've watched the, you know, the Christmas episode on the bus when everyone's fighting. Uh, Dylan's dad passes away and you're like, this is the right thing and you need to all get your leap together. So I think she is much stronger and a leader than you, Tori, ever give her credit for.
3: Or myself for.
0: (laughs) Yeah. How much, okay, so Um, how much of Donna is Tori and how much of Tori is Donna?
3: Um... I feel like Donna is all Tori except then like Tori came into her own, but Donna stopped. Because <laughs> wow, we stopped. That's you know? interesting. We stopped when I was twenty six. And at twenty-six I was just starting to come into my own. And I really didn't hit my stride till my thirties, where I was like, look out. I got something to say, you know? I, yeah. I can have a voice too, you guys. Um and that's when that happened. And I didn't say what you think of Donna as the peacemaker because those were the scenes that were hardest for me to do because wow. it put the spotlight on me. And I I just wanted to like be funny, entertain, fit in. I didn't oh, want to or, be or like
0: blend in a little bit more.
3: Yeah. So when I had those lines, I would literally like sweat before we had to do a take. I was like terrified because it was, it was so unme. me I would have like a little voice and just be like, do what everyone else wanted to do. So for me to stand up and take charge of everybody was not in my wheelhouse and it was really hard.
0: Do you think that of all the characters and the actors, Donna and Tori are the most similar, the most, like whatever, I don't know a fancy word to say, they are the most the same. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, Jason is kind of Brandon like. He he is.
3: <laughs> Jason's
0: so nice sure. and cool.
3: Though. <laughs> Jason's like the opposite of Brandon. That's so funny because. Yes, he is nice and he cool. Is so but like nice he's just and so it's cool and... just and... like Mr. Good, like two shoes, goody two shoes and like, Jason's very different. But I guess in the same likeness that Donna is so sweet, but, like, I have a body side to me. Like, Jason would right. be that version of Kelly Brandon. Kelly and yeah. Jenny are not the same.
0: They have, like, not some the characteristics, same, really. but they're not the
3: same. No, I don't think so. Steve and Ian I th- are, like, not the same. Um... Although they're both, yeah. like, goofy. I mean, like the goofy side yeah, is yeah. Ian's goofy side. So yes, and that wasn't originally in Steve, but Ian is and not Ian put that in. He's not like assy, like no, Steve.
0: like he doesn't no. have that d wordy jerky thing at all. No, <laughs> he's like the sweetest person. Um, okay, I know that we everybody, all the you know Donna fans want to come in, but oh my god, I can't yeah. do a Donna deep dive without at least okay. mentioning. Donna Martin graduates because we're getting there. We're getting closer to that. Yeah. When you were, and we'll dig more into it when we do the episode. But like, did you ever think that that line would literally be on T-shirts thirty years later?
3: No way. No. No. I I had no idea, and and it was probably a lot of focus when we got to that script on me that I was just like, oh, "Oh, it makes you uncomfortable again. So you kind of the whole. So I cringe because like I at least I didn't have to be there and hear my name out loud. My name, her name. But it's the same thing. (laughs) It's as if they were all did a walkout and chanted Tori Spelling graduates. And I was in a corner like, oh, my name is being said. It's the same thing. Is that what people (laughs) say to you the most? Like, is that the most iconic line? Yes. And every single fan always asked me to say it to them. Yet Donna never said it. Wow.
0: Yeah. I love it. Okay, there so it. the the deep dive into Donna continues. Is there anything that's oh misunderstood like about... sweating. No, it's so good. Is there anything that's misunderstood about Donna before we go? Like something that fans or the audience always thinks, but you were like, I never intended Donna to be that.
3: I mean, she was originally written, I think, to be ditzy. Yeah. But I don't think she is ditzy. Like she's very... she. No, sees and gets she it all
0: and had learning challenges, but she was right. not. She was smart.
3: Is right. smart, but I think she always believed she wasn't smart. That was her thing. Yeah, which is exactly like me. <laughs> oh my God, I'm realizing even that more today. How close Donna and I are. And
0: do you wow. think that that was over time, like the writers just sort of? put more of you into it or do you think you put so much of your
3: own like insecurities into her I think it was a full-on combination and I don't know maybe my dad I don't know maybe when they said describe Tori to us so we have like maybe he said the stuff that I never even thought he noticed but maybe he did I don't know I don't know. They wrote everything that was exactly me. And unless they were like literally like watching us on video camera behind the scenes, I don't know how they could know all that. When you watch it back now, do you like Donna? Yes. Yes. When I watch it back now, I think she's adorable. I think I would be friends with her. Um, Yeah, sorry. No. (laughs) No, I just like... I feel like I was such an insecure girl. And I look back now and I'm like, oh my God, like she was pretty and strong and like a leader and like yeah. took chances. And when I thought like I was too insecure and didn't fit in, like even the outfit she wore, like I chose to wear that. Like I made choices that made me a leader and yet I didn't even know it. And it took like 30 years of looking at myself back on camera to realize, oh, I wish I knew that then.
0: Yeah. Oh my God, Tori. <laughs> so is Donna just like, does she just hold such a special place in your heart? I mean, I can see cause you're emotional and crying. It's like, she means yeah. so much to you. And I think now you see it so differently. Wow. Definitely. I mean,
3: do you miss her? Um, I don't miss her cause I feel like I am her. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like I'm like, I live with Donna every single day and I'm proud of that. And, um, you know, it, it's it's like when people do series and movies that are so near and dear to fans' hearts and then they don't want to be known as that afterwards. That never crossed my mind. Like, Donna is everything to me. It's like, 50, I'm 50% Tori and 50% wow. Donna, and together we're just one. And I'm so proud of that character. Everything she stood for. Um, and yeah, I wish, I do wish we could go back and, like, see where they are now. And, like, it's a <laughs> bummer that BH90210 didn't go on because people like a lot of the fans loved it. A lot of the fans were like, we wanted a straightforward reboot. And we're like, well, we were going to give you the best of both worlds. Right. If we got to season two. If
0: so, the opportunity came, would you do it where it's not kind of how you guys did BH 90210, but where it's like a real, like here or where these characters are now. And what would you like to see in Donna? Like, is she a career woman? Does she have kids? Like, is she happy? What is she?
3: Well, we left off with her, although sometimes we say, like, it doesn't count. But (laughs) the 90210 that was on CW, like, we did get to see a peek at where Donna was now. Right. But— I got some input. Like, they said, what do you want her to be? And I said, she's still a fashion designer. Um, they live, you know, they live in Japan. Like, David is a music producer. Yeah. And they have, a, they had a kid. We should do um, those episodes like we did Melrose Place. Oh, my God. We really should. Yeah, that would be and, cool. But I wasn't happy that we left off with Donna, that she and David were separated, and they were thinking about getting a divorce. So that's the last time we saw Donna. Yeah, and I'm like, ah, doesn't that doesn't track, sit well. Yeah. No. I I just so, had the
0: craziest idea. Literally, what? I just had the craziest idea that I need to text. I don't want to say it right now because I uh-huh. almost think it's like so good. I'm going to text Ooh. you and Jenny. A way that we could find out where they are and what they're doing. I'm going to okay. text you. I to text. I'm in. I'm okay, in. Stay tuned. So we have like Donna fans, and I can't wait to hear what they want to ask and know and what they think. Oh my gosh. Wait, who's supposed to do the
3: Jenny part? We're going to go to a break and then we'll come back. You're just just kidding. Oh. (laughs) Wait, am I supposed to ever do that? No? Okay.
0: (laughs) I forgot. Do you not normally ever do the break? Never.
3: (laughs) Are you kidding? It's me. If it was just, see, if if it were just just you and me, and it is you and me, we'll just keep talking. It's so good. There's no breaks. We'll be back
0: with all the uh, Donna details.
2: Look, we all know that a healthy diet and regular exercise is key when it comes to feeling your best inside and out. But if you feel like you are putting in the work, you could just still use a little extra help getting rid of unwanted fat in stubborn areas of your body, Sono Bello can help. Sono Bello doctors use micro laser technology to help you lose fat in areas like your tummy, thighs, or even your arms. Nothing can take the place of a healthy lifestyle. But it is good to know that Sono Bello offers ways to help you achieve the results you are looking for. Give yourself the gift of a full body reset. You deserve to be happy. Schedule your free consultation, learn all about micro laser fat removal, and ask about their techniques to remove loose skin. Sono Bello is running a great special right now, by the way. Visit sonobello.com slash omg. That's Sono. L-O-B-E-L-L-O dot slash O-M-G. How would you like to upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices? With Quince, you can. Quince will transform the way you shop. They offer a range of high-quality items priced within reach. Like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50. Organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince
3: cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us.
2: And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I got some hoop earrings that I am loving and wearing every day.
3: And I got a super comfy pair of slippers that you can feel the quality and the prices are so reasonable. It should be your shopping go-to.
2: Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. I'm sure you've seen the viral beauty products all over social media from Thrive Cosmetics, like the tubing mascara, you know, the one with the turquoise tube everyone is loving.
3: I can be pretty picky when it comes to beauty products, and I'm a big fan of Thrive Cosmetics,
2: especially because they are certified 100% vegan and cruelty free. They're made with clean, skin loving ingredients, high performance, and trademarked formulas. And uncompromising standards. And their bestsellers have
3: thousands of five star reviews. Plus, I like how Thrive Cosmetics gives back. For every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds
2: to help communities thrive. They have so many products to choose from. I love their brilliant eye brightener. Just apply some to the inner corner of your eye, and it's like an instant eye lift, you guys. You can even use it as an eyeshadow and they have 16 shades to choose from. Thrive
3: Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back.
2: Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210.
3: That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 20% off your first order. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Volux XC injectable gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition.
6: Hi. How are <laughs> you? I'm good. good. How are you? <laughs> good. Thank you. I'm Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Yes. I'm Tori. Hi. Nice or to Donna, see you. whatever I'm... you want to say. Yeah.
3: Grown up <laughs> watching you for years. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you. Well, um, well, my producer and co-host Amy Sugarman surprised me today. We're doing a Donna deep dive, which I'm not good with all the focus on me, but since you're here, um, <laughs> Do you have any
6: questions or anything you want to say about Donna? Um, well, I had a question I was curious about um, if you or Jenny or anyone else had seen that unauthorized 902 and story that came out a number of years ago. I and did what you see thought it. of the actor portrayals and how accurate the storyline was or not accurate.
3: So that was on Lifetime. And mm-hmm. um, it was interesting because I I was at, before it came out, I was at a party and a girl came up to me and this is, sorry, this is before I knew it was being made. A girl came up to me at a party and she said, I just auditioned to play you in a 90210 movie. And I was like, mm-hmm. what? But I had to play it cool. And I was like, oh, great, great. And I didn't know there was one being made. But she was super cute and bubbly. And I was like, oh, she would be a good (laughs) Donna. Um, Mm -hmm. When I saw it, she didn't go on to be the part. But um, yeah, that's how I found out about it. And I thought it was well done. I thought all the actors were adorable. I think it's super hard to play somebody else, especially when I guess when I'm that close to all those people, to ever be Mm -hmm. like, oh, they nailed it. It's just a tough thing. But um, I really, really liked the actress that played Donna or Tori, Tori and Donna, Mm -hmm. um, there were some inaccurate stories. And I remember thinking, oh, I wish they had like reached out to to me at the time, because I would (laughs) have, I remember details like no other. And I'm like, oh, I would have told them how that story actually went. Um, So there were some like hints at truths of some stories, but then they like were wrong. So whoever like told the stories didn't know them correctly. Oh, okay.
6: Interesting. But I, but I thought it was well-made. Yeah. What um, was your favorite storyline for Donna
3: through all 10 seasons? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, it was any time I got to do comedy, like physical comedy. Um, I'm a big I Love Lucy fan, so um, remind, some of the episodes reminded me of that, like Spring Dance with the Big Red Dress, um, Halloween when I was the mermaid and I couldn't move. Um, mm mm-hmm. I also loved like I got to do like dramatic stuff like Donna almost not graduating at prom, um, obviously, and Donna Martin graduates, um, and then the season finale, marrying David, Donna and David's wedding. I love; mm-hmm. it's really special to me.
6: That's a good episode. <laughs> and then between um, David and Noah, I'm trying to remember who else was your love interest on the series. Did you have a a favorite one outside of David? Outside of David,
3: I will, it gets personal because I really loved uh, working with Jamie Walters, even though he played Ray Pruitt, oh, and it mm-hmm. was a great relationship, and then they turned it into a not great relationship, and he was abusive, so that wasn't good, but um, we were like best friends, we became best friends when we started working together, so I loved working with him. Um, and obviously, yes, David and Brian, my number one. Outside mm-hmm. of that, um, I loved Donna's relationship with Joe. And I think I loved her relationship with Joe because for me, like I, at the time when I was young, I always picked the bad boy in <laughs> real life. And so I finally got to see through my character what it was like to have a nice relationship with someone that was really just a good guy and good to her and that's mm-hmm. what joe represented to donna um so it was nice that one of us
6: got to have that
3: mm-hmm. even though i
6: never did at the time <laughs> yeah how was um your relationship with Catherine cannon who played your mom
3: amazing um she was so amazing to work with. I loved working with Catherine. She was such a great mom. Even mm. though Felice was questionable, Catherine <laughs> was nothing like that. She was super nurturing and supportive um, and was always there for me on a mother level throughout the years. So um, yeah. I loved working with her. I think we have to move on to the next caller, oh, yeah. but your questions oh, are amazing. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, thank you
6: for taking the time to talk with me. Was, this was fun. Thank,
3: thank you so much.
6: Yeah. Thank okay. you. hi
3: Daniel
7: oh my goodness this is crazy hey do you love my um my Dylan hair
3: um really good job how much hairspray did that take
7: um it's all about the blow dryer and then I just do oh
3: wow nice well played um where are you calling from
7: I'm from Connecticut
3: Connecticut nice do you have any questions for me
7: um yeah, so as a huge fan of 90210, been watching literally since it started with my mom. Yay.
3: Oh, nice. Um
7: yeah, you guys, and then party of five was right after.
3: Um oh, so I, I used to love party of five. Now I have too. my own party of five. <laughs> I know I
7: love it. <laughs> awesome. I love following you. Um thank you. So yeah, you're welcome. Well, yeah, your family's beautiful. Thank so you. You're welcome. So my question is, cause I love hair. Um, th- and there are so many hairstyles throughout the 10 seasons of 90210. So I'm dying to know like, which ones were your favorites of your own like haircuts, color styles, and like, which one was like your least favorite or like, you're like, you look back and you're like, Oh,
3: what was I thinking? Yeah. Okay. I got some answers for you. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, obviously I love like Donna's iconic do, like kind of before I went platinum, like where she, I did that hair myself where I would literally take hairspray, take my fingers, like pull out like from my temples, my hair, spray it, go to the other side, pull out, like rake my fingernails through my temples, through my hair, spray it, take my bangs, put them up, spray it and go. Um, I love that one. And then I decided to go platinum. That one, I actually, that uh, was a decision I made on a Friday night with a box of hair color in my bathroom with my best friend. And uh, it turned totally, like, kind of orange. So then we had to get it color corrected. Um, And then I was platinum. And then I decided I wanted a bob because they were in. But I went to someone and they cut my hair. um, So first I had the bob. And then I wanted to go, like, kind of A-line. And then I wanted to go a little shorter like the bob and someone cut it really short. So I ended up with almost like a short hairdo and long in the front. And that made me miserable because my hair was my identity and I had nothing to hide with. So when I look back on those episodes, I like cringe and. <laughs> um, and at the time, the red hair was what I thought was a good choice. But looking back 30 years later, I'm very sad that Donna married David with red hair. Because I just I feel know. like, I, I heard it's you not say Donna. One time. Like, I don't it's know. I just can't handle it. Like, we're going to get to it in the show in 90210 OMG, where we're, like, talking about Donna when, and she'll have red hair. And I I'm just going to be like, that's not you, girl. Like, it's mm-hmm. not you. So, anyway.
7: I know I, I actually loved though season six your, your guys's junior year of college when you d- when you had the platinum but it was like parted in the middle and it was a little like longer in front and then short in back I like love I thought you were on point that whole season like hair, I was just about makeup, to say that your outfits like and when you were dating Joe the football player like I just thought that whole season you were on point.
3: Thank you. Like I feel like, besides being the iconic initial Donna, that was my favorite look. Um, the down the middle, perfect hair length, dark lip. That's why I wore it today. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you yeah. had like
7: lip liner or something going on, like a gloss. Sometimes I don't know. It was just you looked great and hot.
3: <laughs> Thank you so much. I remember I used to wear um nails. Like I would be in the in the um, makeup trailer changing my nail color in between scenes. We used to have this um polish. It was called hard candy. And they put like the gel like rings on the polishes and they sent it to us. And it was all different colors. And I remember at the time, all the other girls were like, who would put colors on their nails? That's crazy. And I was like, I'll do it. <laughs> and so then I became obsessed with it. So if I was wearing a yellow outfit, I would come in and paint my short nails yellow. And then I'd be purple. And I just remember all the girls being like, what is she doing? And now I look back and I'm like, on point. Mm-hmm. One One hundred. But you can't not talk about the curls when
0: Donna had, <laughs> I thought that was the, the coolest hair. And I also thought all the episodes where you were supposedly in France,
3: Donna looked amazing in all of yes. those.
7: That was like kind of her OG hair. Yeah. First, like three seasons.
3: That is true. That is true. And it was shot during the summer and it was on the back lot of Universal. I just remember it being like over a hundred degrees. Cause that's like in Burbank. And it was like, is that Burbank? No close to it and it was so hot i think it was frizz a lot of it but it gave me very a, a lot of volume so that was good those paris shoots. were you guys um, actually
7: in paris when you shot no
3: this? we're in the back lot of universal studios oh my goodness i always thought LA. it was like
7: a little bit of both
3: sorry to disappoint and mostly nah, disappoint nah, myself because i saw that script and i'm not gonna lie i'm like shannon we're going to paris and i'm like yeah. nope we're going to universal studios okay um and oh, the curls Amy's referring to. So those curls, Donna would have like this almost spiral like sausage yeah. curls. Like um, their sophomore
7: year of college. Yeah. And then
3: five. you make your hair like super stick straight at the top and put like a bobby pin and then like those curls. So that was inspired because I love Drew Barrymore at the time. And I people yes. would always say like, oh, you guys kind of look alike. And I can see that. When she was in um, Boys on the Side.
7: Yes. And the Mad best movie
3: yeah, oh my gosh for, for and she had those curls in that and so next season i came to work and i was gonna wear those curls
7: i know I, you had those curls in the episode where Slade attacked you in the apartment and david came and saved the day
3: <gasps> so, oh my gosh i forgot about that episode
7: but you'll get mm-hmm. to it i know every episode i've seen the series. i've watched the series over and over like dozens of times
3: is it fair to say i think i love you i love you more this oh is my like God. the best periods of my life <laughs> you're awesome oh my gosh thank
7: you this was great if you want to follow me smooth jazz 1007
3: okay i got you wonderful daniel matthew i got you follow oh yay (laughs) and that's my
7: boyfriend too in the photo oh really yeah
3: oh my gosh just as adorable okay i love you daniel i love you too thank you so much this was (laughs) amazing (laughs) bye bye
2: Look, we all know that a healthy diet and regular exercise is key when it comes to feeling your best inside and out. But if you feel like you are putting in the work, you could just still use a little extra help getting rid of unwanted fat in stubborn areas of your body, Sonobello can help. Sono Bello doctors use micro laser technology to help you lose fat in areas like your tummy, thighs, or even your arms. Nothing can take the place of a healthy lifestyle. But it is good to know that Sono Bello offers ways to help you achieve the results you are looking for. Give yourself the gift of a full body reset. You deserve to be happy. Schedule your free consultation, learn all about micro laser fat removal, and ask about their techniques to remove loose skin. Sono Bello is running a great special right now, by the way. Visit sonobello.com slash omg. That's Sono b e l l o dot com slash O-M-G. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities.
3: Over 25 concerts and live performances starring blues traveler, collective soul, gin blossoms, Everclear, lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs,
2: Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025, on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s Cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico.
3: Head to the90scruise.com to book your cabin.
2: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you feel like you have a long to-do list and it's overwhelming to look at, you're not alone. Between work, family, and other responsibilities, the pressure can really take a toll on your well-being and especially your mental health. But therapy can be a great way to work through that stress and help alleviate the pressure we put on ourselves. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's flexible, it's convenient, and entirely online. With BetterHelp, you can make time for yourself and talk to someone who can help you prioritize things that really matter. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist. Plus, you can switch therapists at any time at no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/slash nine zero two one zero today to get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P dot com slash nine zero two one zero.
1: If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you.
0: What are you waiting for? Let's go.
1: Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously? Every... I'm your person. Every... Now we dance it out. Every... McDreamy? Every... McSteamy. Every Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th.
3: Hello! What's your name?
8: My name is Takero.
3: Hi. Where are you calling from?
8: I'm from Japan.
3: Hi. Japan is on my bucket list. Number one place in the world I want to go to.
8: You haven't been to? I've
3: never been. I want to go so badly.
8: You should Come. It's a really nice place. (laughs) Oh,
3: my God. I think I would love it. Oh, my gosh. Look at all this stuff behind you. You have a stab T-shirt. Have you seen this one before? No. You're blowing my mind. And I have your doll. Thank you. DVDs. Oh, my gosh. I love it. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. I got to find that stab T-shirt. That is amazing. This is so cool. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they're making Scream 6 now, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, please put a cameo of me in it. It I want to be in it it so bad. (laughs) Do you have a question for me? Yes, I do. My question is,
8: this is my favorite look on you. (sighs) And I was wondering if you ever – do that hairstyle again
3: Hmm. I actually really did like that hairstyle so uh, so so that's when I had dark hair and then I made it a little funky with some blonde in it I don't know do you think I'm too old to do something like that
8: I don't think so I know I just wanted to hear you say it (laughs) 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 I like you tomorrow but (laughs)
3: And so that outfit, I was always like adding things like I would be like, oh, can we add like little like pearls or and butterflies? I loved butterflies back then. I still do. And so we would put like butterflies in my hair. And so we put butterflies on that dress. So 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 I was always DIYing.
8: That was your original dress?
3: It was wardrobe, bought the dress. And then I wanted to add butterflies to it.
8: That's cool. But I like, like always happen. on the
3: show when I'd wear like little braids or little clips all over my hair that was always me being like what can we add what can we do let's do something more different let's take a chance cuz so like cute. fashion yeah, yeah. like fashion hair and makeup that was like one area I could really like go for it and take a chance
8: That's what I love about you are so <laughs> I need
0: to know Thank something you. were you born and raised in Japan
8: Yes I was born and raised in Okinawa Japan. Yes. How
0: did you discover 90210? Like when did it come to you? I don't know how old you are or did you discover it later on DVD, streaming? How did you become a fan?
8: Uh 90210 started to uh, started airing uh, a few years later it did in the states. And when I first watched it, I was like 8 9 and I, at the time, I didn't know any English. That's what I was going to so say. I was was it
0: in English subtitles? How, what Was it translated? How uh, did Jap- you?
8: A Japanese dub. Japanese dubbing.
0: Japanese dubbing. Oh, my gosh. I wonder. <sighs> really? I it,
8: Yes. <laughs>
0: have you rewatched it again? I wonder if now that you speak English, if there were jokes or ah. things that got lost in translation that were very American. You know what I mean?
8: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Whoa. What a, what a fascinating experience.
8: Um, Tori, you are the reason I started learning English. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh. Because, because, because I wanted to uh, watch your movies and dramas with your real, uh, real voice and understand what you're saying.
3: Oh my gosh. That means so much. Um, How different, like, how different the girl that did the voice of Donna, how different was it than my voice?
8: Totally different, but her voice was good, too. But I like yours better.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. That's, like, one of my dreams is to meet whoever did the voice of Donna in every language. Because, obviously, we were all, all over the world. So, I would love to meet the actresses that did it for, you know, 10 seasons. They all had to do it. So... Well, do you have any other questions?
8: Oh, yes. Uh, during night 90210, you changed a lot. Uh, you changed your hairstyle and color a lot. Was that your choice?
3: That was totally my choice. Um, but we definitely had to get clearance from the producers to change our hairstyles, color cuts, Um More so, they just wanted to know because they always wanted to write it into the script. So if you notice, like anytime there's a major hair change on anybody, like one of the other characters will say like, oh, nice haircut or oh, you got your hair color done. Like, oh, yeah, I just did my hair. They wanted to make sure it was like very consistent. But yeah, it was totally any hairstyles on the show were all our choices.
8: You have good choice.
3: (laughs) Thank you. I like to mix it up. Well, I'm so glad we could do this. This is amazing. Thank you so much.
8: Thank you so much, too.
3: Thank you. I love you. I love you, too. (laughs) Hi, Audra. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Where are you calling from? Uh, West Virginia. Hi. How, How is it in West Virginia? Well, unfortunately,
5: right after someone contacted me to do this, my power went out. So it's uh, the lighting's not so good in here and it's going to get hot this afternoon. But other than that, good.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you look you look great. So well, thank you. And good news is it's a podcast. So don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) So it's all good. I'm the only one seeing you and I think you look fantastic. Well, thank you. Do you have any questions for me?
5: I do have a few questions. Um, So the first one I have, which I feel like I already know the answer to this, but is (laughs) will we ever get to see Donna and the gang again on TV?
3: Uh, The answer from me is I really, really hope so. Um, Yeah, I really hope so. You know, we did our best with BH 90210 to bring everyone back together and to do something new and refreshing and, and while giving the fans what they wanted, um, Because, you know, season two, we were going to do a hybrid of back with the gang in 90210 as their characters and behind the scenes as the real life alter egos, obviously. But um, that didn't go on. So I hope somehow, someday we get to do something all together again and kind of see where the real gang kind of left off. That would be great. I would definitely, I would definitely
2: tune in. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you.
5: Okay. Um, So my next question is... um, other than David, who would have you would like to seen Donna end up with on the show?
3: Um, I mean, I always say like it, it depends because I feel like same as in real life. Like we have different relationships in our life that are meant to be at different points in our life. And when you evolve, maybe it's not, you know, the right thing for you. I always say I really love Donna's relationship with Joe just because he was so good to her and so kind and just such a great guy. And I think she needed that, you know, even though David was her soulmate, like he had cheated on her, you know, like she needed kind of that self-confidence booster. Um, but other than ending up with David, I don't know, maybe, I mean, I don't know. I think I was always meant to be David, so I can't picture her with anyone else. Um, I mean, right before David, she was with Noah. I liked Joe as well joe i think joe i don't know i guess their timing was just off they were young like maybe maybe i don't know maybe if it hadn't worked out with david maybe like in her 30s she would have met up with joe again and been like oh what was i thinking now i'm ready for him (laughs) maybe yeah
5: um any storylines that you really disliked for donna disliked
3: yes um well, I literally was best friends with Jamie Walters in real life. So when they turned that storyline around as an actress, it was very compelling for me to be able to act those moments and um, and go through that relationship, that abusive relationship on TV. But um, I was really sad because I knew once that was happening that there was no going back. And that, you know, was true. The audience couldn't accept him even if he became good. So, um I didn't like that storyline. Um any others I didn't like? I don't know. It was such a fun ride. I kind of went into it like every time I got a new storyline, like I mean, I guess technically like I didn't like when Donna was like on pills and stuff, <laughs> like if I had yeah. to think about it now, but like at the time it was a challenge for me as an actress to do those different storylines. Um like the storyline where she was being stalked and then she was held up in the in the radio station. Um oh I did like being the weather girl though. Um <laughs> but <laughs> but things like that, I always thought of Donna as like the fun, like comedy relief. So when she got like dramatic storylines at early on I was nervous about doing, but once I got into the series and it found my confidence, you know, halfway through, then I was like, Oh, bring them on. They were really exciting for me. Yeah. I
5: love the um Paris scene when you're eating the brains and spit
3: it out real quick. That's Thank you. Favorites. I added that. Thank you. Yeah, that is good.
5: <laughs> um, and then the last question I have is um, you as Tori, did you ever feel slighted in the early years um, that sh- like the bigger stories kind of went to Shannon and Jenny or were you okay with that? You know, how'd you feel about that?
3: I never felt slighted cause I never went into nine hundred two one zero thinking that I would be a lead character or expecting it. Um, I think being the producer's daughter, I always undersold myself because I wanted to fit in and I didn't want anyone to think like I expected, you know, to be the lead. I expected to have scenes. So that was so like innately A part of me that it was always a pleasant surprise when I got any lines, you know, Um, (laughs) but it did make me work harder because I've always had this thing. I'm like the and this continues my story, my journey in my lifetime. Like, I'm definitely the little engine that could. Um, I think no is the first word towards yes. So... um, Whenever I didn't get something, I was like, oh, I'm just going to show them that I can do it, that, you know, I could do this and make the most of what I did have. And that inevitably led to bigger and bigger things. And that's still my belief
5: in life. I'm a huge fan of the show. I started watching, like, I think I was like 10 or 11 when the show came on, and <laughs> I've watched it probably six or seven times <laughs> over since then. And I listened to the podcast. Like so all 10 level. seasons, six or seven
3: yeah, times probably, over? probably. Oh my probably God. Probably
5: so. <laughs> yeah.
3: You're amazing. And then I
5: started watching them again. Like, I was listening to the first few seasons without re watching them. And then once season three had, I started, I'm following along again. So i love
3: that we drew you back in for like an eighth time (laughs) well thank you so much oh my gosh Audra, thank you so much wait can i ask you what is the print that's behind you on your wall Oh, it's um was an owl yeah yeah, my stepdaughter is um, an
5: artist she's only 15 and she probably made that like a few years ago
3: I love it. Sorry, I was just drawn to it the whole time we were talking, so I wanted to ask you before you That's went. Okay, a lot of
5: people are when they come in. This was the most lit um, place I could find in the house, so you get you get that as well.
3: <laughs> it's beautiful. Tell her I love it. <laughs> I
5: will. I'm trying to get her started on it. Like I said, she's 15, and she's all the time um, asking for new shows to watch, and so um, it's on my list. 902, when I was on my list for her to start.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh! Well. Tell her I loved her artwork and maybe she'll join you in the rewatch next week. I bet she will. Thank you. (laughs) Awesome. Bye, Audra. Bye. (laughs) Okay, you guys, um, that was pretty unexpected and totally amazing. Those were some unbelievable callers and I loved it. I secretly loved it. This was all about Donna. Oh my gosh. My heart is beaming. So thank you guys. And my Better half will be back next week, so join us. Do your homework, though, and we are going to be going through episode 24 from season three, Perfectly Perfect. I can't wait, um, and I'll see you guys and talk to you next week. Love you.
2: Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s Cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities.
3: Over 25 concerts and live performances starring blues traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit,
2: and more. The 90s Cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February
3: 5th, 2025. Head to The90sCruise.com to book your cabin.
4: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.